Hey, welcome to back to Mountain Bike Radio. I'm your host, Ben Wellnack, for tonight. And with me is Adam Hayde. He is uh, with the Erie, Erie Single Track Advocates here out in uh, Erie, Colorado, which is just basically just north of Denver. Uh, it's Denver suburb, uh, in case you're wondering. He, uh, they got some really cool stuff going on and uh, wanted to get him on and talk about it. And uh, before we get rolling, I want to apologize um, we had some issues. It seems like this blog talk radio is having some issues with Skype, so my sound's going to be kind of crappy compared to what it usually is. Um, and uh, and it seems like there's some issues going on with blog talk radio tonight. So if for some reason we cut out or something, uh, just hang on and uh, we'll fix it. Um, but anyhow, so Adam, thank you for joining me. Thank you, Vin. Maybe it's a good time of night yeah. to be recording radio shows as everyone else is doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so tell me what you got going on. We, you know, let's we're gonna kind of start from the beginning because this is. It seemed like it all really happened quickly. So I want to, you know, compare to what other projects you know might normally do. So can you just give us an idea of how this whole, you know, single track in the in the city of Erie got started? Sure, man. Well, yeah, you're exactly right. It was. It's been a whirlwind since this whole thing started. Um, Way back, way back, way back in October of last year, uh, I was taking a walk with my wife around the property, around the property, around my subdivision, and I noticed um, in all the open space, it's like some really awesome undulating terrain. It looks like it would be uh, pretty sweet to ride a bike on. So I walked off the trail a little bit or off the Cold Creek Path and up into the hills and uh, found some really cool rocks. I was like, look at this. There's like three rocks in a row. One was about eight inches off the ground. Another was about 18 inches off the ground. Another one was about 24 inches off the ground. So I could run a trail right up to these three rocks, and there'd be three options. We could, I could launch right off of this, and then we could tie into an entire trail network that goes down this hill and around the. I was, like, I was just in heaven. I was like, this is going to be the greatest thing. So I go home, and I grab my rake and my shovel, and I walk back out there, and I start moving, moving, um, weeds around and i know i mean I, I haven't asked anybody for permission i know this is probably not the right thing for me to be doing but uh it, it felt right to me so i <laughs> kept going and um oh, let me let me cut into my story a little bit and say this was right at the same time as that little girl jessica ridgeway was missing so you know, last year when everybody's tying the purple ribbons around everything and it was all over the news um, all the moms were flipping out, including my wife. Mm-hmm. So, and everybody, everybody's just very protective of their kids, and yep. um, they're all on the lookout for yep. any, any, yeah, they're on the lookout for anything suspicious. And here I am in the back of, of I'm basically in people's backyard, bringing people back to this open space. And I'm, I'm standing right back out there with my shovel. I'm digging around. I'm by myself, and it's just the epitome of suspicion. So. Mm-hmm. This woman comes out. Did, did anybody? Out oh, of, so, so somebody got you? Or found, yeah. Well, you. well, a woman comes out on her on her patio, and she stands there. She's got her hands on her hips. So she's got this stern look on her face, and she goes, "Can I help you?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm I'm combative. I won't go into exactly what I said, but <laughs> okay. I, in, the, in the end, I was like, sure, you grab a shovel and come help me.'" She's like, "There's no trails out there." I'm like, "I'm building a trail." Uh, she, we got into it a little bit, and I was. 
her her demeanor and mine immediately clashed, and it didn't go well for either of us. But you know, she went back in her house, and I kept digging a trail. And um, I got I got a you know, maybe about fifty feet of it dug out, and I was just starting to 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 cut into the area where those rocks were, where I wanted to take those drops. And a policeman shows up, starts walking up the hill, and he says, uh, "Hey, what are you doing?" I'm like, "Look at this! Isn't this awesome?" Like to me and to anybody that I normally associate with, this, I mean, you could see it. You could immediately see how this would be a beautiful place to run a trail. And uh, he goes, "What?" <laughs> Look, we've been on a trail right through there and uh, connect all the way over to the Cold Creek. It's just going to be sweet. He's like, um, well, I don't. this is open space. Uh, I can't tell you not to be here, but um, you're making the homeowners around here nervous. And I was like, I don't care. Like, I am a homeowner. I live right there. And uh, so we, we talked for a little while. Uh, he's like, all right, well, I can't tell you not to be here, so... Uh, I don't know that, that you're supposed to be moving the, the um, plant life around, though, and, and digging it up. So I'm just going to ask you to stop for now and uh, go talk to the open space board and see what they have to say about you being able to put a trail back here. So I was like, all right, that'll be fine. And then, you know, winter kind of kicked in, and I and I quit thinking about it. Um, not It never really left my uh, my mind, I was just like not, it was not the forefront. I had things going on, snow on the ground or cold, and I didn't want to be outside anyway. So, um, so I, uh, let it, I let it, you know, kind of fester in my head for a little while. And then I think April last year or this year is when I actually got a, an appointment. I had been emailing back and forth with the members of the open space trails advisory board in Erie saying, Hey, can I come to one of your meetings? I'm like, yeah, it's going to be this day. I can't make that one. Well, the next one's not for another month. Like, All right. Well, I'll wait a month. Finally, I make it. It's, it's April, and um, and so. I and did down. you? So sorry. Along along this time, did you get other people involved in the in the push, or or no. how did that? Uh, no. Okay. I All had right. no so idea what was going to happen. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I had no idea how this goes. I just was following what the cop said, and you know, still had an idea that I wanted. To, I just I just wanted permission to be out there by myself. Um, mm-hmm. So no one was involved. It was just me, and I, and I go to the open space, and I have, a, like, a one piece of paper that I've kind of written some notes on, and I kind of talk about my idea. And they're they're receptive. They're like, that's a pretty good idea. That would be kind of nice. And uh, they had just – one of the items on their agenda that night was to talk about the Cold Creek Trail. I don't know if you know this, but the Cold Creek Trail has now been connected all the way from Superior through Lafayette into Erie. So you can ride from – from my house all the way to the Marshall Mesa trails, um, and it's just awesome that, that that was what was going on. So they were they were I mean okay. it's the trails advisory board, so they're talking about trails and I'm talking about single track and like this is pretty good this is kind of cool and as I get up to leave because I'm bailing on the meeting before it's over one of the guys who's sitting in the back uh, he pulls me aside he's like hey come over here like, well, why don't you come talk to me a little bit later um, my name's Paul. Uh, come talk to me a little bit later. I think I can help you get this going. So he gave me his phone number, and I I, uh, I called him. We set up a coffee, went and had a chat with him. He is one of the board of trustees members here on the board uh, in Erie. There's uh, seven of them, I believe. And uh, so he, we we go to we go to coffee, and he's like, okay, here's here's what you should do. You know, make you need to come to the board of trustees and make a presentation, and you use you know use this type of language. You know, you're doing it as a grassroots thing. Try, try to get some people some of your neighbors to show that they support this. 
So that's kind of where it started. Like, all right, so I send emails to people. I'm all jazzed up. This is going to be great. I'll get people to, to, to buy in. And I created a Facebook th- uh, page, and I, I created a website, and I just started emailing everybody I know that lives in Erie and even beyond Erie a little bit. And people wrote in. I had two days to do this. People started writing me, responding to the website, and I got 28 comments in two days. And I was like, this is awesome. Like, that's, that's a lot of people that want to see this. Now, keep in mind, I sent this to people who, you know, cycle in Erie. So yeah, right, it was, right. It was, it was, no, they it don't. was uh, when pre- you, when you, when, yeah, when you see that many comments, it's, it doesn't matter. It's good. Yeah. yeah, that's all I really wanted. So, yep. So I, I, um, I went, I, I made a PowerPoint presentation. I went to the, to the, in front of the board of trustees during their public comment section, so you get three minutes. Anybody can go there and sign up and just talk for three minutes, which is, turns out, I've gone to a few of these things since then, and it's probably the most entertaining like section of the board of trustees meeting <laughs> every time I go. I'm like, I want to go hear what people have to say, because people come up with the craziest shit to say, <laughs> and we'll just go on for three minutes about their neighbor's yard and about the way to – it's <laughs> a little tangent there, but it's fun to yeah, listen to yeah, the public yeah. comment. Yep. So anyway – I do my public comment thing, and, and uh, immediately uh, after leaving, I get emails from two of the people, two of the other board of trustees, and they're like, hey, contact me. So that's just how things start rolling. And um, I have a meeting with the Parks and Recs director, and two board of trustee members are there at that one, and then um, the mayor pro tem, which I believe means kind of like vice president, vice mayor, but that's the word, the mayor pro tem. She drives me around. Her name's Rhonda. She drives me around to the properties. Like these are the different properties, and it's like not it's not where I had originally started. But I'm I'm open to anything at this point. Yeah, yeah. you got to roll. Yeah, the roll with it at that point. Yeah, yeah. Let's go see what she's you like. Taking, so yeah, she's taking the time to roll you around like that. You got to go with it. Absolutely. So I mean, I'm just like this is like star treatment. This is amazing. Let's let's keep this going. So I I kind of get a, a feel for where they want me to focus, and I make a, a full-blown presentation. And I come up with, I, I draw some maps, and I've got a couple other people that are being interested, that are interested at this point. I've got one guy who's, his name's Robbie, and he's, he's you know, uh, been really helpful uh, and pivotal. He's like my partner in all this up, up till this point. Um, helps me put a presentation together. We start coming up with a plan. I get a lot more comments on the website. I just I keep putting stuff out on Facebook. and I prepare a presentation, and the, the Board of Trustees make a full section for me in their meeting. So I'm not, I, have a, I have a lot more than three minutes, and I get to just go off. And it was awesome, man. I had uh, BMA. Oh, so Dave Wirt, who... Uh, is a board member for BMA. He contacts me because I used to um, he used to own the bike shop that I ride for, and he's like, "Hey, I hear you're doing a thing in Erie. Like, you want can you, you need any help from BMA?" I'm like, "Sure, like, I need some trail designers." And so I, I walk the property with a couple people who are you know really good. Um, they can really see trails in the land and put this whole thing together and pre- present it. And every board member replies that this is awesome. Thank you for doing this. Well, go huh. on, lead it, lead it, and take the charge. I'm like, all right, I guess that's the rubber stamp. So, so I, uh, I set up a, a meeting uh, at the rec center um, and invited everybody who was interested to come to the meeting. And I, um, kind of replayed the presentation. I tweaked it a little bit because these are the supporters. I'm not trying to sell the idea anymore. I'm just kind of talking about what's going to happen and what's up next. 
Mm-hmm. And along this whole way, um, I've been talking with the Parks and Rec director. Her name is Jill, and Jill is Jill used to work for the city of Breckenridge, and she was instrumental in getting the bike park that's been built at the at Peak Eight in Breckenridge. She she had her hands in that. She knows how um, awesome from being in Breckenridge, how awesome it is to have mountain bike trails in the community, what that does for the community. So she's like, you know, she's helpful. She she helped me do everything. She helped me put it all together, and um, she applied for a resource grant um, with... We're losing you. I don't know if you're still... Are you... Coverage is there. Am I, Adam, you there? Am I back yet? Hold on. Let me move into another room. Can you, Adam, can you hear me now? I yeah, think we just lost you. I, oh uh, no! So we're talking with Adam Hade. He is, as you heard, um, or if you're just tuning in, he is Thank the man you. behind the Erie Single Track Advocates, and you can find more information at ErieSingleTrack.com. Hey Ben, can you hear me? Yes, you there? Uh, yes. I'm having some severe issues with Bog Talk because it just kicked me off. So. I was talking, and you probably you might have heard me or not, but it, it was show kicked me off of the website. Anyhow, um, yeah. So you basically you're working with Jill, um, and everything's going well, um, and that's where you kind of that's where it, we kind of left off. Yeah, so. well, that's about you know where things ended. Um, I mean, okay. the show cut out. Um, yep. I. So can you hear me? Can we go forward from here? Yep. Yep, yep. Okay, can you, cool. Can you hear me fine? Yes, I can. Okay, perfect. So, okay, so listeners, I, listeners, I really apologize. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to contact uh, Blog Talk Radio. Um, it's been two days of crap, basically, so I apologize. Um, but anyhow, so, yeah, so, okay, so you've taken us up to this point. Can you just explain, you know, and I, I think I mentioned it, people didn't hear me or not, I'm not sure. But um, they can go to eriesingletrack.com, and that gives you all the information there. Um, so where are we at today? It looks like you have a, um, you know, a pretty good map. Uh, talk about the map and, you know, where you have miles, what's the scoop, what's, what's current? Yeah, we have um, two large properties, um, each about, I don't know, 60 or so acres, and um, uh, so we've drawn the maps. Well, we, the front side, I call it the front side because it kind of faces Erie, and um, which gives it an awesome view of the mountains too. So you, it's called the sunset property because you've got the most killer sunsets when you're out there. Um, it, it's been completely um, staked out by the trail designers. And the trail designers, let me take a moment to talk about them. We have Scott Winget from uh, Boulder County, um, or maybe it's the city of Boulder. Uh, he's been uh, pivotal in making the trail work that you see right now on Heil Ranch up on the Ponderosa Loop. And um, he also redid the Canyon Link Trail. So it's, he is the one that's responsible for that. Uh, some people feel one way or the other about those two trails, but you got to remember that they're working in Boulder, which is full of... Pretty restrictive. Um, yeah, a lot of user groups who have a lot of say in what's going on. So... Um, these guys, the, this guy is outstanding. He's a, he's an amazing trail designer, and he knows his he knows his dirt really really well. Yeah. Uh, and then he recruited a guy named Ryan Schutz. Ryan used to be with Emba, and he is a world class trail designer or 
park designer. This guy has built some amazing stuff. And I don't, while I don't know all of the stuff that he's been involved in, when we had the meeting that I was talking about earlier at the rec center, we invited all the supporters there. I showed a movie called Pedal Driven. Uh, it's about you know a grassroots movement of people who want to build trails and work with the government. And it was it was in order to spark a little bit more momentum and just keep people interested and engaged. Well, what they did is they showed a lot of various community projects, and they showed this one in Seattle where they took this um, uh, this overpass. There's a little area underneath the highway that they basically turned into like a mess haven and um, uh, cleared it all out, brought Ryan in, Ryan Schutz, and designed this entire bike park. And then they showed this footage of these amazing, like, jumps and berms and drops and this is killer park that's been that's grown up and now it's being used by you know cyclists and kids and um people who can't who aren't leaving the town to go uh ride just want to go play for a little while so anyway that's uh we've got ryan with us he's years of trail design experience and the two of them um are working together with um one more guy named scott miller who works at Valmont Bike Park. So uh, there's a lot of um, Valmont. You're going to see uh, a lot of that worked into what we have out here. Uh, well, within... And for listeners, Valmont Bike Park has become pretty much the standard for, you know, bike park uh, complexes, I guess. Um, oh, yeah. And, well, and, and if you're listening, you'll see a lot, uh, you'll see a lot, later on come January because that's where the cyclocross uh, nationals will be. So you'll get a good, yes. people will get a good glimpse. It's outstanding. Now Boulder put about $5 million into that park um, and we're starting with none, but um, yeah. we do have, well, we do yeah, have the same. You can, people can donate though. Oh, sure. Absolutely. We'll take donations and we're working on, thank you for that. <laughs> we're working on, yeah. um, Applying, applying for some uh, grants from some of the uh, some of the companies that do business in Erie and or are associated here in Colorado in general. So I've tied I've, I've gotten tied in with a lot of really great people who have really awesome networks and connections and lots of good ideas. So things are really in the works, and, and I don't mean that lightly. Like we're we're going strong here, and we're going to put up some awesome stuff. So we're starting okay. with. So, uh, go ahead. So before. Be- before you get into it, can you just um, – I, I want to get your take on this. So you started it by just digging, right? And uh, now you're at this less than a year later. What do you think – was there something that you did or did you just hit it right? Like they were looking for this and they wanted to do it and nobody was taking initiative. Like was there anything that you – looking back on it, anything that you did that you think, you know, was it really good or really bad or was it just like right time, right spot? Well, I think that's a huge part of it. It was the, the timing was perfect. Um, Erie is growing. We're trying to entice more people to move out here. There's subdivisions coming up left and right that are, and it's very undeveloped as of now, but it's going to be developed. And so what Erie is doing is on a much smaller scale, kind of what Boulder did. They're buying up open spaces and they're trying to make sure that they preserve some stuff so that when these, um, when the when the developments come in, it's not all over everywhere. But what Erie's not doing, like Boulder did, is Erie's using their open space and they're giving access to the people and they've been looking for ways to make use of this stuff so that it draws people in. And my timing was just perfect with the people who happen to be in office or in staff 
that want to see stuff happen, and the price is right. It, all they need to do is okay it, and I go get volunteer labor and you know volunteer designers, and we make it happen. It's completely grassroots. So it's not like the town of Erie t- took a gamble, you know, rolled five million dollars out onto something and just like hope that people are going to start using it. This started from the residents of Erie. So gotcha, that, and. And, you know, just to clear up too, this is going to be, this is, is this all just mountain bike trails or is this going to be like a shared use among all user groups? We're not excluding any user groups. Uh, everybody's welcome to use the trails and they're going to be really awesome for, um, for trail runners and um, hikers. Okay. Um, how, I mean, keep, keep in mind, though, these trails are being designed by mountain bikers on land that is like perfect for mountain biking. So, wow. Okay. Anybody can use it. Uh, well, equestrians can't use it, and that's just a city policy. They are, they have a trail that goes through the middle of the city, and that's as much as the city is able to give them. But um, everyone else is more than welcome to use it, and um, it's there for there for everybody. Gotcha. All right. Well, okay. So before I uh, took you kind of back, um, you know, what uh, seems like you got – you just had a trail building day yesterday. I think it was yesterday or two days ago. Um, and then it looks like you have a big day coming up. So what's uh, what's going on with all that? Yeah, if you've uh, been paying attention on Facebook or or the website, I'm I've been real vocal about this. Um, we have a, a large trail build happening on September 7th, so two Saturdays from now. Um, what happened during this whole process where I was getting approval is um, Jill had applied for a resource grant from Excel Energy um, or somehow tied up with them uh, so that she could be on the list of projects when they do their day of service. Excel Energy put together a day of service. They, tied, or they, they, they work together with CBS4 News to promote it, and they get people from all around the community to, to volunteer on this one specific day. And um, we we made their top list. So there's a top list of like seven or eight projects around the entire metro area of Denver. Um, and what that meant is that they they project that they will route about 300 volunteers into Erie to do this work. So now it's not just a trail build. It's not just like a bunch of people going out and building trails. It's it's like a logistics nightmare. <laughs> yeah. But it's, awesome it's so awesome there's going to be so many people out and um, what we did to get ready for it is we had um, Ryan and Scott who are who are um, trainers with uh, certified trainers um, come in and do a half day of training for 33 people in Erie they signed 33 people signed up came to the 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 classroom and then we went outside and built trail for two or three hours and then those same people, mixed with um, regular volunteers, have been building trails um, throughout the time that we're marking until we get to September 7th. So uh, we're prepared with crew leaders who are going to take the volunteers out. We're going to build these trails. We've got them all completely marked. Um, and the, the map that I've been putting on the website and on um, the newsletters is uh, the, the official map for the rest of the way the, the way the trails are going to look, and so there's a, various trails. There's a beginner loop. There's a, something that kind of goes along the edge of the sloping area, and there's one that runs right down the middle of it. So it's it, that front side, which we're working on on September 7th, is about 
two and a half miles of trail, and we expect to get the entire thing done in one day. Hmm. That's awesome. One more thing about yeah. that is that this this is um, it's in the range, the ballpark of world record. So I submitted to the Guinness Book of World Records that if we can actually get 300 people on one day to build two and a half miles worth of trails, I think we hit a, a record. So that might be happening too. I won't know until after the day goes by, but that's going to be sweet. Wow. So that's – it's all it's all pretty much uh, pretty much perfect, huh? So it, what, uh, what, think, what are these trails yeah, like? Is this like, is it trees or is it like out in the open? Can you give people an idea what they can expect, um, you know, terrain-wise? Like the, you know, actual type of maybe kind of dirt, is it rocky? Can it kind of explain what the, what it's going to be like? Sure. Um, we don't have any trees. <laughs> I wish we did. There's a couple of trees on the property, but there's basically it's a wide open prairie uh, that's along some undulating hillside. Uh, what we're going for on the backside is kind of like a little 18 road. So we're running two runs straight down the the bottom of a gully that go. It's about a, a half mile down. They're going to be one um, more advanced than the other, and then a return loop um, back to the top. So it's going to be a lot like 18 road, except not quite as dusty. Uh, the 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 dirt out and when here. When you say soft. eighteen, when you, I just want to clarify, when you say eighteen road for listeners, he's talking about Fruta, pretty popular uh, area out in Fruta. If you haven't, you know, if you've taken a trip out there to ride, you've probably ridden that. So, but sorry, go ahead. Oh, you, sorry, I should clarify that. No, um, no, no, that's my job. I, I just want to keep people. You know, it's easy, which brings up a whole other subject. But it's easy for us here because it's like, oh yeah, just. You know Moab or Breckenridge, we just kind of ramble off of stuff. And I, you know, when I first started doing this, I'd do that. But then remember, like, you know, it's a trip for a lot of people to to do that. So anyhow, but yeah, so it's very similar to 18 Road. Um, in Fruit, so, so it's like fruit, and, fruit. It's called the North Desert out there, and there's there's very few trees, and there's just kind of a long sloping. Um, landscape, and then we the trails run up and down the gullies. If you're talking about like Kessel Run, or along the edge, if you're talking about like Joe's Ridge, so we're aiming for something like that on a smaller scale, uh, and one part, and the other part's going to be just those type of trails, but um, not quite as um, directed. Uh, there's going to be it'll be along the edge of a slope, or kind of right down the bottom of a slope. So. Um, I, I don't really have a picture to paint for the front side. Uh, it's going to be Erie's special sauce of their own. But, uh, yeah, the dirt, it, there's no there's hardly any rocks. Now, there are a lot of boulders that have been picked up by um, farmers from years ago or from the wells that Encana drilled or from the landfills that are nearby. And we have access to every single one of those boulders, so we can go get them and move them in. Uh, as we build the trails, we're going to find areas where that's necessary. We'll bring boulders in. It might be for a pinch point. It might be to um, keep people on the trail. It might be a, a, a structure where, or, I mean, a, a feature to roll over or to jump off of or something like that. But our focus next Saturday is get the dirt cleared away and get people moving on those trails. And then it all starts after that. I mean, we've got we've got big plans for this area. Wow. 
Huh. So I, I guess I never realized. Like it, it seems like it's just a perfect storm. That's all. Um, it really is. So, yeah. <laughs> so with with that, like, has you know, is there a lot of local businesses like right around directly around the trail, or is it pretty much like you said, neighborhood like in most of the area? Um, it's mostly neighborhood you know, around the people, area where we're, you know, like bike shop or coffee shop or like any any type of that around there. Well, let me take a moment to give a shout-out to Miner's Tavern. It's the uh, tavern that's been here in Erie for years. Um, the guy who owns it now is uh, an avid mountain biker. He actually did level 100 this year, and he contacted me and offered uh, to help me with food. So every time we've built trail, he's offered half-price burgers and a free beer to everybody who built. So, I mean, it's not a guarantee that it's going to happen every time, but this has just been awesome. We've gone over there, had a great time after trail build, so it's real enticing to bring people back into the downtown of Erie uh, after they've been building or after they've been riding. So um, Lee Carter at Miner's Tavern has been great. Another really cool thing is there are two breweries moving into to, um, Erie. Uh, Echo is the first one that's opening the doors. I think it's, I don't know the exact date, but it's coming very soon. But we've been in contact with Echo, and they've donated uh, kegs of beer to us. So we had one at the meeting that I had at the rec center, and we've got more um, donated beer coming for the after party. So September 7th, after we're done building, uh, which is going to be about noon because we're only building for from 9 to noon, everybody's going to go over to the ball fields. We've got a, a awesome ballpark here that was uh, put together by Town Erie and funded by um, GOCO, which is the lottery money. Beautiful ballpark. I actually didn't know until I went into it how beautiful and awesome it is to play there. Um, they, they're closing the whole thing and giving it completely to us and all the volunteers who volunteer. So they're going to open the concession stand, sell concessions. We've got donated burgers uh, and food from Miner's Tavern, and we've got kegs of beer from Echo, all showing up at that ballpark for anybody who comes out and volunteers. So EerieSingletrek.com, go there, find the sign-up page, sign up, come and volunteer, and get a piece of that. Yeah, and you can go to, like you said, go there, and there's a little tab. So you can go to Get Involved, and then right next to that is Donate. So you can click on there to donate. Um, and then you can there's Contacts, so it has Adam and Robbie, or about those yeah. guys, and then you can hit Contact yeah. Us. That will take you... I will link all the stuff in the show notes just to just to remind people. They can email you at eriesingletrack at gmail dot com. Um, sure. Yeah. Uh, Facebook. dot com slash eriesingletrack. Um, and then the my the eriesingletrack dot com website is a blog. I haven't actually turned it into a website yet. That has well, it's a blog and it's posts in you're, order. And the most you're not, you're not supposed to tell people that. You're just supposed to make them think it's like this awesome, huge. It's awesome. You know, it's the best thing ever. But yeah. the most recent, yeah. the most recent content that's been posted is about this, and there's links inside the posts uh, for for volunteers. Yeah, and um, yeah, I'm just I just taking a look at it to see what uh, the latest. Uh, September seventh. Um, but yeah, is there anything else? Um, we covered a ton of ton of stuff right there. Is there anything? Um, you know, I saw the one question I did have actually is I saw that proposed uh, link or the the connector. Is that something that? What's the scoop with that? 
connector. Um, yeah, the, on the trail on the trail map, there's actually a it's like a green line. It says potential connector or something like that. Is oh, that something yeah. That, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That's it. That's it's in a, place. I mean, we've we've already got okay. it approved. What it is is we're we have two like I said two plots of open space that are separate from each other by about mm-hmm. a quarter mile. Uh, and we needed to get approval from the county to run a single track along the road that goes between them. So yeah, it's all it's all approved and ready to go. Um, so we'll be you'll be able to connect both the two and a half mile section of the front side with the three or so miles of the back side, the little fruit little fruiter back there, and all of that is directly accessed off the Coal Creek Trail. So anybody in Superior, Louisville, Lafayette, uh, Broomfield, anybody who can get onto the Cold Creek Trail, just ride right over to Erie, and you're going to have some awesome single track to play on pretty soon. And that's not the end of it, because this is just, this is just the beginning. These these two pieces of land are just uh, where we're starting. Um, we, I have a vision, and I've been working with uh, some of the other guys around here. We, we envi- envision having a bunch of little parks all throughout Erie that can be connected through via the Cold Creek Trail or via maybe some more single track or maybe via just a path through a subdivision, we're going to make sure that everybody in every pocket of Erie can come and find a place to play with their mountain bike um, out here. It might be might be a bunch of pump tracks. It might be um, boulders all all put together. So it's what I envision is just kind of like a Kurt Gowdy, you know, where you ride from one park to another and then you play around for a little bit and ride to another, except on an even larger scale of a playground. All the playgrounds are going to be on open space, so it's going to be sweet. You're going to make all these boulder, all the boulder rights uh, jealous. Hey, move, move out to the <laughs> You'll love it. Right, exactly. Yeah, we have we exactly. have great views of boulder. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and keep in mind, listeners, if, you know, I don't know if you're, you know, whether you're local or you're somewhere out in other parts of the country, Adam's got a whole, I mean, he's got a job, he's got stuff going on, he's got a family, he races, you know, he trains, races, and does all this stuff. So if you're in a, you know, community where, you know, there's nothing going on and you mountain bike and you have friends and know people, the chances are there's probably some other people thinking about something, so it's worth asking. Um, Absolutely. You know, because if, if Adam can get going with all the stuff he has going and the family and all the stuff, um, I, I think it's, you know, the, the worst you could do is just ask and see what's going on in your town. So I wouldn't recommend, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend taking your shovel and going out and digging in fields where they suspect that there might be a, a missing person though. (laughs) (laughs) Not my best idea. No. (laughs) Yeah. But it all, it it Uh, all works out. You know, uh, after talking with the guys, you know, like Ryan and Scott, who have been in trail work for a long time, they say almost every tra- trail network, or trail system, or people who are involved in building trails started out building illegal trails. So don't go build illegal yeah. trails, but if you happen to know of some and you want to make it a little bit more legit, just talk to people. The government, the the the, the towns and the people who run the, the departments, the staff, the public works, the parks and rec, they want to see that happen, and they want to see this grassroots movement. So if you ask for it, they'll give it to you. Otherwise, they're just guessing. And it makes their job easier. Yep. Do it first and ask for uh, forgiveness. <laughs> right. <laughs> Good <point. laughs> 
but we we don't condone that here. But I mean, that's a really good point. I can I can tell you just from my experience. Um, I know of an area I used to ride back near Green Bay, and you know, 15 years ago, that's what it had turned into. Is basically like, you know, trails that kids went, kids, adults, whoever went and partied. You know, did you know, threw trash all over. And over the course of the last like 10 years, group of people have taken it on and gotten to the point where the last two or three they've been working with Imba to update a lot of the different trails and to implement new sections and all this stuff. So it went from like kind of the back you know, back section where all the troublemakers went to now like Imba's involved. So and all it took was a couple of people to be like, All right man, let's get this going. So Yeah. Uh, Imba has been really you know, been helping us too. I mean, yeah. Uh, but, uh, it's out there. Yeah, it's available. Cool. Yeah, cool. So, is there anything else that you wanted to hit while we're uh, we're talking here? I'm good. Just you know, anybody that wants to help build trails, hit us up. Come build. If you're not in the area, uh, if you're visiting and want to ride trails, give us about a couple weeks, and we'll have something. And within a year or so, we'll have even more. So, thanks, Grant. Right. I appreciate the opportunity. All right. Yeah, no problem. And uh, so, thanks. And you're welcome on any time, any updates, anything like that. We can get you on anywhere. So thank you, Adam, and thank you, everyone else, for listening in to another episode of Mountain Bike Radio.